Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor, and today I'm going to talk to you about something kind of off the cuff and very different than what we normally talk about here on The College Investor, and it's financial whataboutism. And I got this idea because I have been browsing Facebook a lot over the last couple of weeks, and I've been joining different investing groups because I'm trying to feel like how investors are feeling about this market and investing in general. And I really do think we're getting close to the top. You can never predict the top. All you can do is manage your own risk. But, you know, statistics and history tell us that we are getting near the top. I can't tell you if it's going to be today, tomorrow, whatever. But it also is interesting to me because it's also this time when we get a lot of novices and people that don't normally invest uh, that they start investing. And what that does is it brings a very different dynamic to what you would normally think about um, when it comes to investing. And I'm seeing this trend, and I got the word what about is, and I guess it's a real word, but I was actually watching a John Oliver, um, you know, last week tonight, and he was talking about what aboutism with our president and, uh, you know, different politicians, and basically how, you know, they compare something wrong to, you know, being better, just enough better than something else, because it's like, well, you know, what about this? What about that? That's where this whataboutism comes from. And they, you know, they try to make these comparisons to you. And, you know, it just doesn't change the underlying fact that it's wrong. And what really frustrates me when it comes to money and investing is these dummies are costing themselves money. And it's really frustrating to me. So I just wanted to share this with you because, you know, I am just really frustrated by it. And um, so honestly, hopefully there's people out there that can learn a lesson about fees and commissions and how to invest in the stock market. You know, hopefully you can catch yourself if you're making comparisons and people are calling you out on it that maybe you are doing a whataboutism and you are trying to compare you know, apples to oranges when it doesn't make any sense. So maybe I'm not making any sense right now, but let me like share with you some background. So there's an investing app out there and it charges a $1 a month fee. And so that ends up being $12 a year, which my argument is, you know, this app promises that you can invest with low amounts of money. Well, if you get $100 in there by the end of the year, but you're paying $12 in fees, well, that is a 12% fee. And that's kind of outrageous. Not kind of. That is outrageous. That is just wrong. It is wrong to pay $12 in fees on a $100 investment. But there are a lot of people out there that do this whataboutism thing and say, well, I would spend $12 on something else. But that's not exactly what we're talking about here. And all it's going to end up doing is costing them money. So here's some comments. When someone was being critical about this company's fees, you know, there was a, I want to say like 30 or 40 people came to the plate and they were saying, well, what about this? What about that? It's basically justifying these outrageous fees And I just want to read some of these to you because it's just outrageous. If 
here's a good example. Like this person posted, if someone stole $12 from me every year, I wouldn't even feel like I was robbed. And they had three people like that. So seriously, if someone stole $12 from you, you wouldn't feel like you were robbed. Like that's just wrong. Um, you know, here's another one. So this guy said, I made $48 in dividends last year. $1 a month is nothing. That's cool. So you made $48 in dividends last year and you paid $12 in fees. You literally paid 25% of your dividend earnings out in fees. But this person was okay with it and that had four likes to it. It's super frustrating. I don't understand this. This other guy posted, I waste four plus dollars a month going to Starbucks. So STFU laughing emoji. Like, I don't understand. Like, you're literally wasting money when you don't have to. This isn't a mandatory fee. There's other apps. There's other ways to invest where there's no fees. But these people are justifying the fees. You know, uh, you know, if you're worried about losing $12 in the stock market a year, the stock market might be the right place for you. Like, I'm just at a loss for... Um, you know, words, because, you know, there's, it'd be one thing if this was the only way to invest in the stock market, but there's so many fee-free ways to invest. Like I can just make the list goes on and on and on and on. Robinhood lets you buy stocks for free. M1 lets you buy stocks and ETFs and fractional shares for free. You know, you could do something like Fidelity, TD, Vanguard, Schwab, and they all have no commission. uh, They have commission-free ETFs that you can invest in for free. So when these people are like doing this financial whataboutism, like all it's doing is costing them money and it just, it baffles my mind, you know, uh, like it's just, it's just crazy. And, you know, I, here's one. I thought the same thing too, when I had less than a hundred dollars, but after you get over that hundred dollar hump, the $12 is worth all the return. Well, if you had a hundred dollars and you spent twelve of it, you know you literally lost twelve percent of your return. The stock market only returned twenty percent last year, and that was a very rare high year. You know, I don't know if you're going to earn that fifteen percent in two thousand eighteen. That's going to pay back the twelve percent that you lost in two thousand seventeen. So, like, I just these people really just don't understand the what like the excuses that they're making for themselves and their own money, it's just mind blowing to me. Like, I'm sorry I'm going on this seven minute rant, but like, it's just, it just blows my mind. Another person, are you really mad over a dollar a month? This one just got the math wrong and I I couldn't even, you know, uh, you know, wrap my head around it. This guy said, I have $500 and that gives me $15 a year. You know, that earns me more than I would ever earn in a savings account. Well, of course, the first comment on this guy's quote is, well, after your $12 a year fee, you made $3. 
that $3 on your $500 investment is 0.60% return last year. You would have earned double in a savings account. And that's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. Is So these people are doing this financial whataboutism on these fees because they don't think it makes a big deal. But this person invested for an entire year in one of the best years in stock market history, and they would have earned double in a savings account because of the fees eating away their portfolio. You know, so this one just cracks me up too. My bank charges me $3 a month. So stashes, or sorry, so this $1 a month is better than that. Well, you should change banks because it's just outrageous that you'd even have a bank that charges you $3 a month. There are so many free checking and savings banks out there. Um, so another example of financial what about ism. So this person is justifying it to their bank, but their bank is wrong. There's no reason that you should ever have a checking or savings account that charges you $3 a month. Like there are so many free checking and saving account options out there. It just frustrates me and makes me incredibly sad to see these people just throwing away money. So what can you do? How can you tackle financial whataboutism? Are you making excuses for yourself and your money? Here's the thing. You know, all of us spend money on stuff. It just happens. But where the whataboutism comes in is when you start comparing yourself and making excuses to other people, excuses about your own spending and your own habits. And you're saying, well, what about so-and-so? You know, I have to buy the car because, you know, what about, you know, all my friends that are driving cool cars? Well, stop with the financial whataboutism. It doesn't justify your choice and it doesn't justify your spending because you might spend $4 on a latte still doesn't make having high investing fees okay. So you might like your latte, but you shouldn't like having high investing fees. And like I said, this wouldn't be as much of an issue if there were, weren't other options out there, but there are like every option's better. There are so many fee-free options out there that make a huge difference uh, when it comes to investing. And the bigger thing is, is these people are just seeing their returns eaten away, eaten away, eaten away. And it's great that they're investing. It's great that they're trying to make their future brighter, but they're not is going to be as bright as other people's futures are that do the same thing they're doing, but in a fee-free environment. All right. Well, that was my rant for the day. That was what my thoughts on financial what about ism. Now you know, now you've heard the term. I'm coining it. I don't know if I've seen it anywhere else except, like I said, on John Oliver's show. But Financial whataboutism and these excuses are driving me nuts. Hopefully they drive you nuts too and you don't catch yourself in the same, you know, exact situation. So I put some screenshots of these people on, you know, Facebook talking about this stuff. You could see it on the blog. So it's going to be thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 63 Check it out. See if you want to see the crazy things that people are talking about when it comes to their money um, and these what about ism excuses that they are making um, for literally just throwing money down the drain. I, I don't understand it. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Let me know what you think. TheCollegeInvestor.com slash episode 63. And I will talk to you next time.